I went to a flower shop opening yesterday and was drinking wine at a flower shop, if you can believe that. Got you my, my Vita recommendations. Have you picked up any of these games? Uh, no, not yet. They're, they're T- mostly Tara- <clears throat> Tearaway's on my list. Yeah, Tearaway's um, the only one that's not like an indie game. The other ones are all pretty much indie games. Yeah, Tearaway. I'm gonna. I, I like to have physical games, uh, so I'm just trying to find one at a decent price because I can't mm. just get it on Amazon anymore. Yeah, Little Big Planet's pretty good too, although I haven't played it much. Uh, I actually have a copy of that. Uh, oh, okay. I got it with my with my Vita that I bought. Oh, all right. Um, I did. I think I've got a copy of that on the PS3, one mm-hmm. of them, but I didn't really get into it. Yeah, it's a little weird. To be honest, I'd probably sell that just to get some of the money back that I've spent on a Vita to play like one game. I know. I started <laughs> looking over this list of games. I was like, oh, I should play my Vita again. I haven't played it in a long time. Yeah. I, it's not even charged. I gotta find it, <laughs> find the charger, and find the yeah. Vita and charge them up. That's how it's down in the bottom of a drawer, basically. Oh yeah, because they're proprietary charging, aren't they? Unless you've got yeah. the latest one. I think the latest one has USB, like standard USB charging, like a yeah, like a micro USB or something, or a mini, whatever they call it, the small one, one yeah, of the small the one ones. I was, that was the one I was looking for, but it just it didn't come up on eBay when I was looking, so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure mine is the proprietary one. I got it, I think, two summers ago, I want to say. Yeah, um, it's possible it could be the USB one, but I think yeah. they released the USB one like mid-cycle, so it's like the same model, it just has USB instead. Um, right. When I was like digging into it, so... Yeah, I have... Um, I bought it right at the right as, it, as the Vita started dropping off the cliff. And then I've waited until it's hit the bottom of the cliff. <laughs> until it bounced <laughs> off the sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> Scraped well, all the bits up. <laughs> there's still a lot of good games. That's the thing. I mean, it is, it, I don't think you're going to find a lot of new good games, but there's a pretty good catalog, especially if you like indie games. Yeah, to be honest, that's... I mean, I, I said to you last week, like I bought it pretty much for Uncharted because uh, right. I wanted to play that. Um, but yeah, I'm keeping an eye on Tearaway. And you know, once I've got through those, I'll um, you know, I'll look at some of these other recommendations you've got here. Have you ever played Hotline Miami? I think that's on uh, some I other haven't. systems. Yeah, yeah, I think it's available for the PS4. Yeah, um, I think we've I got think it, it on the PS4. I think it might even be a cross buy. I think I can just buy one copy and play it on the PS4 and the Vita. Yeah, that is one thing I do like about Sony that. I think Nintendo always feels like they're gouging you, making you buy the same game over and over again for different systems. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many copies of like Super Mario we've bought over the years, you know what I mean? I I did I did watch a funny video and I don't I don't think this is new, but the the video appeared to be new. Um but the copy of the the NES version of Super Mario that Nintendo sell you through the virtual console, yeah, is a pirated copy from the internet. Oh, I think I've read that somewhere. I don't. Know if I, I've, well, I've heard both that that's true and it's not true. So I'm not sure if that is true. That, yeah, that, I, that got debunked somehow. That they're not really using um, illegal emulators to <laughs> to produce their games. No, I, I'm not, I think I think the point was that like the actual file was 
had some reference to like a, oh. an old emulator. Um, uh-huh. I obviously, I don't think they're actually using. They're presumably they're using their own emulator, right? But there's like one line of reference to some old emulator called Inez, I think. Huh. Um, which is kind of funny. I mean, it's not really stealing because it's their content, um, but it's just kind of funny. To, <laughs> they're stealing their that. content back. Yeah, exactly. Huh. That is interesting. Uh, I'm still, you know, I'm still annoyed that I've been trying to get a cl- an NES Classic. I kind of am trying to get one. I don't want to have to, you know, jump through a lot of hoops to get it, and it's impossible to find one anywhere. Yeah, I I did see there's like a new batch with some wireless controllers coming, but obviously, of course, then you're talking like eighty hundred dollars or something, um, yeah. which uh, I think they were coming in like February or something. But yeah, they they just can't seem to get the stock at all. Um, like Amazon in the UK haven't had any since release day. Yeah, same here. And I haven't. I mean, I I, I haven't been to any physical stores since. I don't know. Whenever wouldn't they come out? They come out like mid November or something. And I, I think I checked a couple of stores around Thanksgiving time, but then I haven't been back. I haven't really looked since then. But um, yeah, it's kind of a mess. Yeah, it's pretty. I mean, hopefully the the Switch release will be somewhat better than that. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I did see Amazon in the UK sent out an email that they've got a bunch of new stock. That's going to be available on launch day for the Switch. So, oh, that's good. Hopefully, Nintendo have got it together a little bit, little bit well, better for this launch. Yeah, I pre-ordered one, and I ended up doing it through Best Buy because Amazon didn't have any. Uh, when the when the pre-orders started, Amazon had nothing. They didn't have any usual pre-order page or anything. Yeah, they only had games. So I ordered games from Amazon, and I ordered the Switch from Best Buy, which is weird. I haven't bought anything from Best Buy for. I don't know, years and years and years. <laughs> uh, so eh, we'll see. It'll be. Yeah, I'm looking I did, forward to it. Yeah, talking of the Switch, I did notice uh, the other day that I think we spoke about this, but the you know the like the new Zelda game, for example, was like sixty pound in the UK. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That price has dropped now. Now it's forty five pound. Um, so I'm wondering if maybe that sixty pound price point was just Amazon hedging their bets to make sure they don't lose money on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably because I've noticed a little bit of the same thing. Like when I, when I pre-ordered a bunch of games, I they were all at whatever the maximum suggested retail price was, and then within a week or two, they started dropping, and the dates for shipment started changing as Nintendo released more information. Yeah, it was, it was kind of a mess that Nintendo just didn't seem to have given any information to anybody. So Amazon would just kind of, yeah, here's the consoles, but. The games could be whatever price we decide. Yeah, other than maybe the that one two Switch game, I think all of the games when I initially pre-ordered them had a expected release date of you know December thirty first, twenty seventeen, which was just some kind of placeholder. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's I all changed now. Um, I still haven't pre-ordered one. Um, I'm, I'm still waiting it out. I, I will wait at least a little bit before I uh, before I buy one. Yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I I've, I think I'm going to get a Pro Controller, though I haven't totally decided yet. Uh, that looks good. Did you see some of those videos that came out this week? There was a, I think there was a UK ad that was really long, like five minutes long, and then there's a Super Bowl ad that's going to be on TV tonight. Yeah, I got through probably half of it. Um, as you say, it was a fairly long... It's like five minutes long. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really... I mean, 
I don't think they really added anything that they hadn't added in, you know, the original video. Um, it's kind of like, yeah, okay, so you can, you know, split the controllers, or you can you know, put it a pro controller, that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, I think they're just releasing it to you know, get people excited because it's what a month away now. Right here we are complaining about a five-minute video, Rob. I think our attention spans have have wasted away. They definitely have. <laughs> I, <laughs> two minutes or less, or I'm not watching it. I'm right there with you. <laughs> Um, should we talk about something that, I mean, it's been a kind of ongoing topic for us, although we've dropped it probably about a year ago now. Um, Dropbox Paper is now officially out of beta. Yeah, I, I hadn't looked at this in a long time. And then I think it was maybe two, it was Monday or Tuesday, Dropbox announced their smart ser- or smart sync service, but it's only for business customers. And this is what started out as Project Titan, very... Uh, important sounding name. And what it does is it allows you to have files available uh, in the finder through Dropbox, but not actually have a local copy on your computer. So you don't have to, it's great if you have a one terabyte Dropbox, but you've only got say a 256 gigabyte SSD. Now you don't have to kind of do the selective sync thing, which is, you know, managing all those files, deleting things off and, and whatnot. So that was announced, but at the same time, they took paper, Dropbox released paper from beta, and I hadn't looked at it in months. I opened it up, and I was pleasantly surprised that it's a lot nicer than it used to be. Yeah, to be honest, I'm surprised that it's still going. It felt like the kind of thing they weren't actually going to touch, and they were just going to kind of silently drop it. But yeah, as you say, they, they seem to have made quite a few upgrades with like embedded images and um, markdown editing, which I didn't think was there before, or if some it was, base, it didn't work very well. Yeah, some of the basics I think were there, but not not as much as they have now. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's much improved. The you know we complained I think a lot in the past about the notifications because anytime someone made an edit, it would send you an email, and that was awful. Uh, but that that seems to be um, resolved now, and the app. At least the iOS app. I haven't looked at what they have for Android, but the iOS app is pretty good. Uh, works fairly well. And I think the reason maybe this hasn't been dropped and didn't waste away like a couple of their other side products is that I think Dropbox, from what I can tell from the press release, they view paper as the glue that's going to stick together the business side of Dropbox. In other words, you know, everybody on the team has a Dropbox and they use paper documents as a way to coordinate almost, you know, a lot like Slack, but as opposed to being message-based, which Slack is all kind of messaging first, files second, this is more files first and messaging second, if you follow me. Yeah. Do they, at this point, do paper documents show up in your actual Dropbox as a file yet, or is it still kind of limited to the web and, like, the apps? think it's just um limited to the web like if you're on dropbox.com I, d- I don't believe it shows up in in finder anywhere yeah so i i don't know i mean i think it's an interesting approach and it obviously plays to dropbox's strengths to be uh document based and file based first but i'm not sure that that's really how people communicate in the in the real world no i think and i think to be honest like limiting it to dropbox the fact that it's not a file format of some kind you know whatever that would be um 
it it kind of makes it you know it it really is fixed to this has to stay here we can't you can't really do anything with the document afterwards like it's just in paper Mm -hmm. yeah i mean let's see do they have yeah they don't yeah it's it's interesting i mean they for instance another limitation that i think is a little problematic is you can you can't just dra- drag a file into a paper document. You have to insert it through a Dropbox interface on the web, and you can only use Dropbox files. You can't just use any arbitrary file on your on your hard drive. You have to you have to go through Dropbox, which is the only I, I guess other than images. You can drag an image in, and it just kind of pastes it into the document. Um, and links work, and it's you know it's just a very basic version of something like Google Docs, I guess. Uh, and it has improved, so I could see using this for our show notes again if we wanted to. But, uh, and I can see people using this to create like uh, collaborative tasks, you know, lists of to-dos and that sort of thing. But I agree with you; it's a little, it still seems a little bit constrained here and there, and a little too tied to Dropbox. Yeah, I have just noticed, though, that you can download it as a Word document or as a Markdown file. Okay. That's new, um, too, then. I mean, yeah, that's definitely new. Um, which I guess, I mean, you know, that sounds like it would be pretty good, like, if you just wrote a load of Markdown, it, it's nicely formatted in here, but then you can just download it as, as Markdown afterwards, or a Word document, which actually was what I was just saying then, like, you're kind of stuck with it, but actually looks like you're not. Yep. Yeah, well, it's worth another look. If you have, if someone wrote it off because it was very rough in the early months of the uh, of the product, it's worth taking a look at because it is it is it's simple, but it works. Yeah, definitely. Um, you've got a rant. Oh, I do. Well, all right. So Amazon is driving me a little nuts these days, and I've kind of noticed a trend about Amazon, which is not a positive one. Uh, I have had troubles with third-party sellers on Amazon in the past, and I kind of get that. Um, I think Amazon ought to police third-party sellers better than they do. But you, you know, if you're buying something on Amazon and it's coming from a third-party seller, you're taking a certain amount of risk. I've always, whenever I've had a problem, and I've only had a few, but when I have had a problem, Amazon's always been good about giving me a refund. But uh, it's still a hassle to have to deal with that sort of thing. And then, you know, of course, we've also seen all the reports about the prevalence of, of counterfeit items there, things like Apple accessories for charging iPhones and that sort of thing. I think there was one report, someone did a study and found that 90% of the accessories, the Apple accessories on Amazon were counterfeit. So you have those two, those two things, but I had a new problem last weekend that I've never experienced before which was I finally decided to buy um, a set of the Eero Wi-Fi routers because I figured Apple seems to be getting out of this business. I've heard good things about them. Uh, You can never have internet that's too fast. So I thought I'd try them out, and I ordered three of them from Amazon, and they came the next day. The trouble was, is they sent me, not only was, was it broken, but it was open. It was, I opened it up. It was not shrink wrapped, went into the packaging, all the little things to hold the, the, you know, the cords and so forth together mm-hmm. had all been removed. And there were little bits of, you know, remnants of the paper from those in the bottom of the box. The instruction manual was missing. And I was like, all right. And, and first, I mean, I have not looked 
I had not watched an Eero unboxing. And this is how I verified that I got something that was already <laughs> open as I watched an unboxing. Uh, and I thought, all right, well, it wasn't until I saw the little bits of paper in the bottom that I knew I had been had. But um, I pulled out, the cords were all neatly coiled up, so I took it out anyway, and I tried setting it up, and it just didn't work at all. It was just dead. Um, and then I realized I had an open box one that was sold to me as new by Amazon as the first party seller. Um, and the only response I got from them was, could you use this link on our web- website and send us a, send us a message complaining about it? And I, you know, I got the refund. I ended up having to box it back up and taking it down to a UPS store, yeah, which is a pain in the butt to do. Um, and did that. And then I just went out to a local shop and bought it in person in real life uh, and got one that worked just fine. The Euro people were very nice and very helpful. And in fact, told me that this is something they've been talking to Amazon about. Apparently, I was not the first. Yeah. Um, and so I was surprised, surprised that Amazon's done that. And, you know, that's the one thing that Amazon can't afford to do. That's the only loyalty they have is, you know, their job is to sell you things and get them to your house in one piece and get you the right thing. Yeah, definitely. I, I've had a couple of, ish, of similar uh, issues. I, uh, I'm i trying to think when it was, maybe a year or two ago, I bought a an Xbox One controller that came with um, the, the play and charge kit, as Microsoft called it, so the battery and the, you know, the, the charging cable. Right. And it turned up, you know, it was brand new, you know, sold by Amazon, whatever, get the box, it's already been opened, so I'm like, well, that's weird. Like, you know, the security seal's broken. Right. Open it up, cable and battery, not in there at all. Um, and, and I wonder if, like, I can only assume that, like, Amazon's return policies are really bad, that they just kind of accept any returns and don't even check them. Mm-hmm. Right, well, I, I, they are very good about returns, um, but... <laughs> Apparently they're also they're, they also have uh, no qualms about sending back those return things as new to someone, which is kind of nuts. Yeah, it's it's a bit weird, and I think I think part of the problem is you can you can buy shipped from Amazon, but it's still a third party seller. So like the the seller sends their stuff to Amazon, and Amazon deal with all the logistics of it. Right. Um, Amazon don't check that stuff, and I think that's partly where you know the fake Apple chargers and cases and all this other kind of stuff like that's where that stuff is coming from is you know third-party sellers who are just shipping through amazon right um yeah yeah, i mean i I would not buy an apple charger on amazon pretty much ever i i would wait the two or three days from the apple store just to make sure i'm getting the right one right no and it's i mean it's definitely a problem because I think most people probably don't even realize that third parties can sell through Amazon, you know, fulfilled by Amazon. I'm always, I always look very carefully to see where my stuff is coming from because of the, the problems I've had in the past. But I've never really been concerned about things that were sold directly to me by Amazon itself. So this was kind of a new one for me. Um, the good thing is, is that the Eero works really, really well. <laughs> I wish I could get the Eero in the UK. Yeah, um, but they, it inc- it's it's not something we can get, unfortunately. It increased, kind of in general, it increased the speed of my Wi-Fi 2 to 3x across the house. Nice. Yeah, it's really nice. And it also is, uh, the range is, is a lot further. Like I could, I, I just went around testing various spots around the house before 
I installed it, and then after, as you know, as you do, of course, mm, of course. Uh, including standing out in the cold in the backyard to see if it reached out there, <laughs> and it did, <laughs> and it was pretty good. So I'm pretty happy. I'm happy about that. I'm looking forward to sitting on the back porch in the summertime if it ever warms up here again, and uh, having my Wi-Fi. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, it's definitely one. Th- that is one of those products that is so frustrating that I can't get it in the UK because um, it, it it sounds amazing. <laughs> It is pretty amazing. The downside is it's very expensive. So, I mean, I think, you know, it's, it's $500 for three of those things. And Amazon was selling them for about $450. Um, but, but uh, you know, broken and open for $450 is not, is not a bargain. It's <laughs> not a bargain at all. No, definitely not. Um, so, I think our last topic this week, kind of a short one, but... Um I I played uh, Gone Home and Journey yesterday, uh, so I had a, yeah, a double game double games day. That that is good, and you uh, you were doing it on Twitch, right? Uh, yeah, I try I tried to stream Journey because I played that first, um, and I didn't think the tweet had sent out, but it did. But the stream wasn't working for some reason, so I just didn't bother. Uh huh. Um, and then yeah, when I played Gone Home, I. I mentioned it, and, and Brian was like, "Oh, it's really good. Try and stream it so I can watch it." Um, and I managed to stream it, and Brian Hamilton watched the entire thing <laughs> for like <laughs> two hours. Yeah, I missed I missed the event. I was I don't know what I was doing. I was out and about during the day yesterday, and I saw afterwards that you had that he had watched the whole thing. Yeah, it was it was kind of weird because you know if I'm playing and, and like when I'm playing a normal game, I'm not thinking about anything other than just playing the game but because i knew brian was watching and he to be clear he was the only person watching nobody else was watching it (laughs) he's your number one fan exactly um i was very aware that somebody was watching me i bet and and i was kind of like, i really should just make sure i check everything before i leave this room (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's at home screaming you forgot to pick up the ammo yeah he did say that he uh he nearly tweeted me when I was about to miss something, and then I found it. So, uh, but yeah, it was kind of weird. Um, I mean, you, you tweeted me and, and said I was, you know, you'd suddenly got a Twitch account. Um, I, I'd signed up a while ago, I think, when I got my Xbox One, because obviously the the Xbox One and PS4 have Twitch streaming built in now. Right. Um, but I just never got around to um, to streaming it. And then yesterday, I saw it in the menu, you know, start streaming. I thought, oh, I'll give that a go. Um, so that's kind of how it came about. I think you get some sort of basic package through Amazon Prime, right? Speaking of Amazon. Uh, yeah, I get some discounts of some kind. Like, I think I get one, I don't know what you'd call it, but I can give one particular streamer some money for free oh. uh, through Amazon. And I think there's a couple of other bits, like you can get some you know, avatar items or downloadable stuff uh, through that kind of Amazon Twitch link, but I haven't actually seen anything useful through that yet. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm. We've got a Twitch account of some variety here. I've not used it myself. It's been more of a one thing for my kids, but yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. A lot of people like that. I mean, my youngest watches Twitch constantly. Twitch and any kind of gameplay videos he loves. Yeah, I, I, I can kind of see it, um, but in general, I don't really want to watch somebody else playing a game. Um, right. I will if it's something like one of the old Grand Theft Auto games, like Vice City or uh, San Andreas, just because that's always fun to watch, because um, mm-hmm. it's kind of chaotic. But 
yeah, in general, I probably wouldn't watch a stream of a game, but but yeah, it was uh, it was interesting to do, and uh, yeah, thank thanks Brian for watching the entire two hours. Next time we'll get a whole crowd watching you, Rob. Yeah, maybe we can get like two people watching. <laughs> <laughs> I won't promise I'll watch for two hours. I don't think I would ever do that. But I might no. watch for I might watch for twenty minutes. I, I can only I, I assume he was doing something else while he was watching. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not judging Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to watch Rob play video games for two hours. No. <laughs> um, I mean, in in terms of the actual games, like I won't spoil anything for either of them. They're both very very good. I think you've played Gone Home, right? Have you I've, played I've actually played Journey. I played Journey all the way through, and I, I've played a little bit of Gone Home, but mostly mm. Journey. Yeah. So they're um they're they're both really really good um, yeah and worth picking up definitely i i highly recommend both of them too they're doing a new gone home aren't they there's a sequel coming oh really i think maybe i'm maybe i'm confusing it with another game i don't know i shouldn't say that because i probably am confusing it with something else anyway i'm having a look now uh <laughs> no it doesn't look like it all right yeah, no, I'm thinking, you know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking maybe of something totally different. Oh, the company is doing another game, but it's not gone home too. Okay, all right. Uh, I believe that's the... Uh, that might be what I was That's what's of. happening. Yeah. Yeah. So you also um, bought a, a dying console. You bought, you bought a Vita, right? Which, which arguably is kind of on the, in the twilight of its, of its usefulness. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's it's not it's not ideal to be buying one right now, um, but I uh, yeah I really wanted to play Uncharted. Uh, there's an Uncharted uh, Vita game, and yeah, it's, it's only available for the Vita, and I really wanted to play it. So mm-hmm. you know, my only option was to go on eBay and see if I could find a Vita for a decent price. Yeah, is it is so? It's it's a uh, a Vita title only. I've played it a little bit, but of the Vita games, that's probably the one I've played the least. Um, so you you've got that. Have you played it much yet? Uh, no, I haven't played it at all yet. Actually, um, oh, okay. I I got it set up. Um, I'm I'm actually going to London in a couple of weeks, so we're going to be on the train. You know, uh-huh. a few hours that day, so I'll probably play it then. Um, and and I got remote play set up so that I can play. PS4 games on the Vita while I'm in the house, um, you know, so I don't have to actually be in the same room as the the PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure how much I'll use that because you know we have like a spare room that has my PS4 in it, but um, but you know it's, it's a nice feature as well. Yeah, no, I've we've got that set up and it works pretty well. If you have a you have to have a real you have to have a good internet connection. It's not so great if you're you know away um, on like hotel Wi-Fi or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I, the problem was I, I would have bought a new one, um, but you can't really buy new ones anymore. Oh, really? Um, no. Um, very few places in the UK have any, like, new Vitas, or if they do, they're really expensive. You know, they're like twice the price that they should be. Oh, wow. Yeah, I haven't seen many titles coming out anymore either. I think it's pretty much end of li- at, at the end of life now. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but they they seem to hold their price pretty well. So I, I I kind of I thought I'll get it. I'll play you know Uncharted and a couple of the other ones that that you've got on on the recommended on the list that you've recommended me. Um, you yeah, know they, I can decide then if I want to keep it or you know I can just chuck it on eBay again and you know get most of my money back. 
Right, right. Yeah, it, it's a great system. I mean, the the screen's really good. Uh, I think very few games make much use of the uh, the touch. You know how the back is touch sensitive. Sure. Uh, Tearaway does a good job with that. It's that's one of the first party games that, um, you know, triple A type games that that I recommend and I know you want to play because that's that one um, that one you do things like you touch the back and it it show it create. <laughs> shows your fingers popping through the the game almost it's really strange but it, it works really well in that context yeah that's again i, I you know it's i can't just buy it from from amazon anymore uh-huh. uh, you know some third-party sellers but you know I, I don't really want to buy from a third-party seller for an extortionate price um so i'm keeping an eye on ebay and, and hopefully i can get one for a reasonable price yeah that yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I've enjoyed mine. I haven't played it in quite a while, but there are a lot of great indie titles on it. You know, you can get things like Fez and Spelunky and Hotline Miami. Those are all good games. Uh, Guacamelee, which I really like, Guacamelee a lot. Uh, that's a that's a platformer of a you know a Mexican wrestler guy. Have you ever seen that uh, game? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think I've seen some some screenshots, maybe even a video of it. Yeah, it's um, on a bunch of different platforms. Mm, yeah, it does look really good. Um, and Sound Shapes is a little, it's a its a very simple platformer, but it's one of those to the beat of the music type um, platformer games that you have to, right. there's a music component to it. And there's like a Beck level that has music that he that he composed for the game and things. And it's uh, its pretty cool. It works really well, especially if you've got headphones on. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds good. I mean, you know, there's like seven or eight games there that you've recommended. Um, that, that <laughs> To be honest, that's probably enough for me to justify you know, the price I paid for it and to kind of keep hold of it. Right, and those indie games really aren't very expensive. I mean, they're those are download only. I don't think you can get a cartridge for them, but um, but they're not too expensive. And, and if you like them, some a lot of them are available on the PS4 too. Like Fez is on the PS4, Spelunky, Hotline Miami, I think Guacamelee. I don't think Sound Shapes is, but I haven't looked. So mm. Loof, Loof Trousers might be on PS4 too. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, There is also, I did notice there's a Tearaway Unfolded, which is a PS4 kind of remaster, I guess, version of Tearaway. Um, Yeah, I don't know anything about that. But apparently, I was looking at some reviews, I kind of compared the two reviews, and apparently the PS4 version is just a little bit too clunky and and Mm -hmm. not as good, so I'm going to stick with the Vita version. Yeah, because it was really designed for the specific way, you know, specific controls of the Vita and I do think it would be kind of weird on a PS4 unless they do spend a lot of time rejiggering how the how the controls work. Yeah, definitely. Huh. Interesting. Well, it should be fun. I mean, it's good that you got a trip coming up to use it. That's perfect time for that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I picked up uh, I picked up Yoshi, Pucci and Yoshi's Woolly World the other day. Oh, you actually you've, you've got that now, have you? I've got it. I've got it with the Pucci am- amiibo too. My first amiibo. <laughs> My first Amiibo ever. So I've got that on the 3DS, and I've only just played like one one short little bit of one level mm. of it. Uh, but it's a, it's a pretty, pretty nice game. It's fun. You know, I don't play the 3DS a ton, but this is a pretty cool game. Nice. Yeah, so we've been doing, it seems like we've been doing a lot of... It, gaming is the, uh, the theme this week. Yeah, definitely. I've been trying to... Uh, I, I was aware of how big my backlog of games I wanted to play was. Um, yeah. maybe buying a Vita wasn't the best idea. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I've had, I've had journey and gone home. It's been sat on my you know PlayStation dashboard for 
I don't know, four or five months now, because I think they were both on, on PlayStation Plus for free. Right. Um, I definitely didn't buy either of them. Um, but they've just kind of been sat there, and I'm like, I know they're not very long games. I should just play them. Um, right. Which is, you know, obviously how I managed to do both of them yesterday afternoon. Yeah, I downloaded yesterday, I d- downloaded Fruit Ninja for the PSVR, PSVR so I'm going to slice some fruit today. Nice. Yeah, yeah that sounds yeah, fun. I- I've I, forgotten about the PlayStation VR. That's another yeah, thing I, I've kind of got to keep my eye on. <laughs> it, it's been a little slow for titles coming out, but um, Mike Hurley mentioned Fruit Ninja earlier this week on one of his shows, and I was like, oh, I didn't realize that was out, so I figured I'd check it out. You're not going to uh, get uh, Resident Evil 7? No, I don't think so. Not not given the uh, the demo disc when there, there's some horror game on the demo disc, and I almost, <laughs> I almost put my head through the ceiling when I jumped. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay away from that for now. I'd yeah. rather do job simulator and uh, and slice fruit. Yeah, I think I, I think I'd prefer like a you know walking through a nice meadow game than the do, do Resident Evil Seven. Yeah. Just, well, a, yeah. a lot of them are walking through a nice meadow games. That's part of the problem. There's there's fewer game. There are more experiences than games right now. I think, mm. which is okay. But I'd like to see some people figure out how to make the PSVR work better as a gaming platform than as a, oh, this is a really cool technology platform. Yeah, it definitely feels like there's there's kind of two, but there's like, there's either just a demo game, right? or it's like just using the VR as a TV that's really close to your face. Right. A lot of the, <laughs> a lot, right. A lot of games are doing like a level in VR now too, right? You know, the, that's true for the Star, one of the Star Wars games. Battlefront, I guess, has that. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I think Arkham Knight has that as well. Yeah, and I think there is a Laura Croft game that has that now too. I was told recently by I get all right. my gaming gaming news from my youngest son, and sometimes sure. I, it goes in one ear and out the other, and other times it sticks. <laughs> cool. Well, I think that pretty much wraps it up for this week. Sounds good. Cool. Okay, well, I'll speak to you in a couple of weeks. All right. Talk to you later, Rob.